Hey guys, welcome to another episode of GLAP. Of course, it's me, Paolo, your host. And uh, I know a lot of you are probably, why are you doing a podcast during, you know, election day, right? And unfortunately, it's not going to be about the elections. Uh, I want to see first what happens uh, to it. Then maybe we could discuss that in a future episode. But yeah, let, let's see where it goes from wherever it is. And to our viewers internationally, today is election day for the Philippines. It's May 9th. So today's episode, we're having a guest who was supposed to be here last month, but because of, you know, changes in schedule and all, she wasn't able to to do her episode. But I'm so glad that she was able to find time in her extremely busy day to be here with us and to talk more about herself. And yeah, just very, very exciting to, to have her here. So before we get to, before I get to introducing her, like, you know, tell her name and all, I want to, you know, thank our sponsors for today's episode. So thank you to Swagat Indian Cuisine. Thank you to Derm Nature and to Massimore Manila. And if I'm not mistaken, the community is going to have a giveaway, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, let's see where it goes from there. It's always great to work with the community. Such a great brand and all. So this person, our guest today, she's a Filipino who is based in um, China. You know, she works there. So she's a fashion designer, a podcaster. So this episode is going to be very great just because I've heard her podcast and she has an amazing voice. Uh, she's an LGBT advocate who, again, is based in China and she works for a lingerie BDSM and erotic wear designer. So that's her role for an American toy sex sex toy brand. Sorry. And she also does her own um, custom ensembles for an exclusive clientele. So she bring, she aims to bring creativity, inclusivity, and non-traditional beauty and overwhelming confidence to every garment she makes. So she's also very active when it comes to her community, uh, promoting and celebrating various LGBTQ plus events and her very own podcast where she promotes trans vis- visibility among other relevant social is- issues. So welcome to Iglap for the very first time, and I hope not the last time, uh, Kylie Marco. Hey, Kylie. Hi. All right. So aside from having an amazing voice, why don't you tell us a bit more about yourself, like fun facts about Kylie M. Well, I don't just have an amazing voice. I have an amazing body. I have an amazing personality. I am the complete motherfucking package. So (laughs) I mean, I'm honest with you. You're You're like the only guest I've ever had wherein I couldn't select because you sent me a, I mean, you you allowed me to choose photos, right, from your IG, I think, uh-huh. or from your Facebook. And you're the only guest when I decide, yeah, let's just have two different photos for like the, you know, for the posts. Mm-hmm. So yeah, congrats to you for, for doing that. But yeah, why don't you tell us more about yourself? Like fun facts about Kylie M that not a lot of people know. Fun facts about Kylie. Um, I am actually 16 years old. No, I'm kidding. I <laughs> so I'm a I'm a fashion designer here in China. I'm a trans woman. I identify yes, I, that's how I identify. Um, what else? Give me some specifics. I love anal. Um, sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, sure. Let me throw you some questions that hopefully people will get to mm-hmm. know you a bit better. So, okay, okay. favorite book. Favorite book um, of all time. Like for you, this is the greatest book ever written. I wouldn't say it's the greatest book, 
but um, I did read something quite recently, actually. Uh, I forgot like the author, but um, it's the author of um, Everything Is Fucked. How do you know that? Do you know that book? Yeah, I know the book. So is that the book that you like? Yeah, yeah. Everything is fucked. A book about hope. And I wasn't expecting the book to be like that. I was dead ass laughing while I was reading it. And it's just like very light, but at the same time, very, very deep and very, very, it can be also, it, it can also be very dark sometimes. So I feel like, especially if you're not a, a fan of like reading, it's a very good read because it like, it's in a, it's written in a tone that everybody can relate to, you know? What about you? Okay, well, I don't mind to sound very pretentious, but it's uh, 100 Years of Solitude by Gabriel Garcia mm-hmm. Marquez. Mm-hmm. Because that was the book that, it took me a while to finish, actually. I think it took me a month mm-hmm. to finish that book, just because I had to like read back because each character had the same name. But okay, so favorite book is Everything is Fucked. Is that the correct title? Mm-hmm. A book about, about hope. Okay, how about like favorite music artist? Favorite music artist? I don't really have any because it really depends on my mood sometimes. Like I don't stick to just one. Yeah. But just so one how about art. like artists that you kind of play a lot of? I play a lot of. Yeah. Recently. Well, I'm obsessed with Frank Ocean recently. I was just listening to his oh. like, um, Final Orange album like today. Yeah, I love that album. Yeah. Yeah, but thinking song. about you, wow, what a, what a song. Crazy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like the way he, he sings about it, right? You really feel his sadness. Yeah, you really? actually you actually feel like you get to experience yeah. what he experienced through the album. And yeah. the first time I listened to it, I related so much because I was basically kind of going through the same thing he was. I think it was like a heartbreak. Yeah. Yeah. So. So I'm curious though. So you said you related to the album. Uh, So I assume Mm -hmm. you're single when you're listening to that, right? You assume I'm what now? That you were single when you're listening to that album. Back then, yeah. Yeah. Now still. And still, which is which I find a bit surprising, but anyway. Um. So you really related a lot to that. Mm-hmm. And like, how bad was the breakup? Because I'm gonna be oh, honest, it with you, like it was just bad. And not only that, because like when the breakup happened, there was also a lot of things, a lot of other things happening around me and in my life that was just as bad. So it kind of all happened at once. Yeah. Yeah, I just couldn't handle it. Yeah, I, I kind of get where you're coming from. I mean, me personally, that was, and I'm gonna sound super. I'm going to sound like a super uncle right now. But when I was going through a breakup before, before I met my current partner, I was listening to a lot of Sam Smith and Adele. Like, you know, like oh my God, no. Like, I was listening Sam to Smith and Adele. what a combination, right? And uh, I was just drinking bottles of vodka at night, you know, mm-hmm. because I was so bad. Then bottles a few of nights- vodka. I was drinking bottles of MP, okay. 
<laughs> oh, you're in the Philippines when you were listening to it. I was. Okay, okay. Because I was like, I don't think she has MP there. But no, yeah, I was drinking vodka. We do Just because MP. I wanted like the because I thought, don't get me wrong I think MP is nice especially when it's not the light ones I really hate mm-hmm. MP light but I wanted something that really like burns your throat but not in a bad mm-hmm. way yeah I mean like when you drink really hot soup and it goes through your throat something like that Start off. why not right so yeah a lot of Adele a lot of Sam Smith and when I would have wine I would have cheese so very uncle of me okay don't so channel it. art so bougie i was having balot with like my mp <laughs> i mean balot is awesome but i don't i mean you already buy balot in the grocery right mr bougie with your wine and cheese and vodka i mean i'm not bougie it's just that i'm not being bougie it's just that you know there's in, where i live balot the balot mm-hmm. vendor usually goes home by six or seven right so mm-hmm. i had no way to buy it mm-hmm. and if i wanted to i mean i just wanted like you know, fish balls and stuff, but again, they yeah, go in by six. Oh, chicharron, mané. Like, what else? <laughs> oh, like, chicharron, man. Like, the, the chicharron with the fat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. Really great. This is, these are the things that I miss eating right now. I don't have access to these right now. Yeah, but what's the food there? Like, what, what's normal food there? Mine is like normal dim sum stuff, right? Like, yeah, food I mean, in like, your like, area, yeah. like local cuisine, yeah. Okay, to be honest, um, a lot of the food here is very similar to Filipino food. Like, we, they, they also eat, I, I was going to say, they eat just as much rice as we do, but then they don't. They yeah. do eat rice, but they have different forms of rice. Like, you know how in the Philippines, like, we eat, like, rice for breakfast. We have the, uh, what do you call it, the long silog, like the silog meals, like yeah. for breakfast. Here they don't. They they do noodles or like um, yeah. there's some. It's, like, it's called bautze. It's like the shopao. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they have that like a, like a mini version of that. That's what they eat every morning or noodles and then like lunch, dinner. Um, yeah, essentially the same, but uh, a bit more oily and a lot less flavorful. Okay. Well, that's yeah. what I kind of love about um, the Chinese culture. Like when I would go to Hong Kong, which I think is not really Chinese mm-hmm. culture that much, but I love that for breakfast that they would either have like bread or toast. You know what I mean? With like a slice mm-hmm. of ham and egg, or they'll have like macaroni soup or what, like what you mentioned, like noodles. Mm-hmm. I just love stuff like that. But that okay, so totally different from mainland. Yeah, it's really really different. Yeah. Like, on a scale of 1 to 10, how far is it? How far is what? Like, the cuisine. Like, you know, Hong Kong, it's like this. Mainland is like that. Like, how far is it? Like, night and day levels? No, not really. Not really super far. But I guess, like, they have more options here in mainland than in Hong Kong. I think in Hong Kong, they're more focused on, like, Guangdong. Guangdong is the province. They're more focused on, like, that. But here where I live, like there's like food from different kinds of like provinces, from different provinces. So they have like uh, Sichuan food, which is like the spicy one. They which have, I love. Like, uh, yeah. They have like uh, northern food. So it's like, it's really different. And some of these um, food are not available in Hong Kong. As not, as, not, not to my knowledge. Because I, I never really came to Hong Kong so much. Yeah. So, like, 
Shenzhen, right there. Thank you. That's the one I was trying to remember a while ago. I saw this video from like a food guy, and he has this having this amazing looking hot pot wherein the soup was so red and filled with all these different chilies. Mm-hmm. I was very, very jealous. But okay, so yeah, you know, sorry. Do I love? Yeah, I love spicy food like crazy. Like yeah, when I make sinigang, I love it sour and I like it super spicy. Like I probably put ten to fifteen chopped up ceiling labuyos levels. In Jesus one, like, I love spicy. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm very sad when I'm eating, let's say, Chinese food, and when I have you know the 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 garlic chili oil or whatever you call mm-hmm. it, and it's and I don't find it spicy. Like I finish the container, I get really sad because I feel like there's no mm-hmm. flavor. But yeah, so going back to you, okay. um, so when you're sad there, let's say, I mean, let's assume that you're sad there. Maybe you're going through a breakup, whatever. I mean, just put yourself in that position, right? What would you eat there? But let's talk about local food, okay? Don't say like, don't cheat by saying like McDonald's or you know, stuff like that. Like local cuisine. Like what would you eat that a sad Kylie is drinking and she needs like food to eat because she's you know getting drunk and all? I'm not gonna eat anything. I'm sad, so I'm gonna like lose. You said you had a lot when you're listening to Channel Orange. That's crazy. That's hot X. What? No, but you said that when you're listening to Channel Orange because you're going through some stuff, you had empty and balot. So I would assume you'd have something. That, no, that, 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 that was back then. That was like, I don't know, eight years ago, back in the Philippines. So you, you were like, what, 18 or 19 when that happened? Like 22. Oh, you're 30 already? 30. Oh, I'm so surprised. I thought you were way younger than that. Actually, when I guessed yeah. like... I was like, am I gonna am I gonna insult Kylie by any chance? Because I thought you're like 24, 25, but okay. So sad Kylie would eat before, but now mm-hmm. Kylie who it would be sad in China wouldn't eat. Like you just drink mm-hmm. and that's it. I don't okay. know, Paul. I never really get sad anymore. I'm just like, you know, I'm a bad bitch now. So what made you a bad bitch right now? Was it that eight-year breakup, like that breakup from eight years ago? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I still get my heart broken. Which I find super surprising, but okay. Mm -hmm. Like, why do you... Okay, so this person, this question might be a bit personal, but why does Kylie Marco still get her heart broken? Is it, I mean, like, are you looking for a relationship right now? Is that like, are you dating for relationships? Or it's more of, let's say... Yeah, okay. Let's start off with that question. Like, right now, how's your dating life? Okay, let me get something straight. <laughs> okay. Like, I said I do get sad, but I, okay. like, I didn't say I'm sad right now. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I, know. So, like, yeah, yeah. I, I still yeah. get my heart broken, but yeah. it doesn't mean that my heart is broken right now. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. But yeah, sorry, that's was... assuming that I have a heart. I don't. Not anymore. <laughs> Because it's been broken a couple. No, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, but yeah. Uh, okay, How let's go back to the original question. What would I eat if I'm sad? And then yeah. I'll answer like the next few ones. Okay. So I think um, what I really love here being in the Guangdong province is the dim sum, like shomai. So it's like they have different kinds here. I'm not sure if I'm saying it correctly, but um, they have like the flat ones, kind of like the empanada shaped ones. It's oh. called jack. It's really good. It sounds really and good. They, yeah. And then they have like the, the shomai ones, like in that shape, which is also called, not 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 shomai, it's called xiaomai. 
beer. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Yeah, so those are really, really good because I think it's like a Guangdong province like uh, dish. So they make it really, really good here. There was once when, when I was living in Guangzhou, that's in 2019, um, that's their specialty, like that store. Like I always eat it for breakfast. I ate it for breakfast like for months, like literally every fucking day. Like yeah. the store owner is like, oh, here comes Kylie. She, I know what she. Yes, yeah, so they already know. They already know what I want. They, they, it's already prepared. <laughs> and the They're next like, oh, question Kylie comes was, here this um, yeah, how's my dating or like what, what am I looking for? I'm not looking for. Okay, how about this? Let, let's um let, let's pick it one at a time okay so okay. how's your dating life at first like how is like what is your dating mm-hmm. life how's my dating life my dating life yeah. is non-existent right now by choice <laughs> because um i'm focusing on like my career and i'm focusing on um opening up more opportunities for myself and i just can't be distracted by fuck boys Mm-hmm. So a relationship is not exactly what I'm looking for or what I'm focused on right now. I'm not saying it's not what I will. I'm not saying I will not look for it ever. Like I, I know at some point in my life I will like get there, but like right now I am not in a place where I would really take something so seriously because number one I don't even plan to stay here that long. And number two, I'm currently in the middle of like making or like gathering as much opportunities as I can. So I guess like, I guess when the time comes, the time will come that I will look for a relationship or maybe I will be ready is when I'm in a, I'm in a good place um, professionally. Sorry. And also I see myself building a life in or wherever I will, wherever that will be. But right now, it's. I mean, I do go on dates every now and again, but. But. Did you get up with that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So you still go out on dates, but you're not really looking for anything mm-hmm. serious. So I'm curious: mm-hmm. Has anyone, you know, that you dated said, "Hey, I, I want to kind of take this serious." You know what I mean, or bring this to more than just dating. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did went out with this guy for quite a, a while. I think we went out with him for a year. Uh, oh, wow. Up, yeah, we broke up last year. Was it last year? Yeah, early last year. We're still friends, though. Okay. And how did you, how did he take it, though? I mean, were you the one who said that I'm not ready? For it was this? a mutual breakup. It was a mutual breakup. He left the country. Oh, okay. But was he someone who you would have thought that because you have this like um, idea, right? Where mm-hmm. for you, you kind of wants and co- you want to concentrate more about work, about your career, and mm-hmm. all these things. Yeah. But uh, was he someone you were willing to kind of, you know, change that goal or change that um, mindset for? No, to be honest, to be honest, like I think one of the, the the reasons why we lasted that long was because we weren't thinking so much of the future. Like we both agreed from the very beginning, 
because it was really rocky. Like he, at first, I was going to leave China, and then uh, he was also going to leave like a few months later. But then I stayed, and then he stayed. So we just like kept going, and um, yeah, until it came a time where he had to leave. I get that. Yeah, I guess at times shit happens, right? But I'm glad though that it was something mutual. I at mean, least I, mean I, I I wouldn't agree with that. I don't think what happened shit. Like we are still in a really really good place. We're we're friends. Yeah, he's dating someone new right now, and hmm. like he's constantly we're constantly telling each other everything. So, oh, that's so good. We're good I know something. we're gonna see each other again in the future. So. So where's he based now, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I think he just moved to Greece. Oh, okay, that's such a random country, yeah. but all right. Yeah. <laughs> from 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 China to Greece, that's that's pretty far but okay so he went from China back to his um country and yeah. UK and oh, um, okay. Greece now he just moved to Greece but he's gonna stay there for a couple months the last time we talked I hope his okay. girlfriend doesn't see this because like his girlfriend doesn't know that we still talk <laughs> all right so right now um when was your last date I'm curious my last date I think New Year's. Yeah. You mean Feb, like Chinese New Year? No, I mean like international New Year's, New Year's, like December. Like, what? That was your last <laughs> one? But that's yeah. by choice, right? Because I could imagine. Yeah, yeah, really... yeah, yeah. It's not like, yeah, no one's asking me out. So, like, I'm really curious. Um, mm -hmm. How easy is it for you to just go on a date with someone? Let's assume that it, you're not looking for, um, like, you, mm -hmm. okay, let's, let's assume that you don't have, let's say, particular standards or whatever, right? Like, I'm talking about, like, how quick is it easy for you to, to get it? But I do, though. I know you do, but, like, how but you easy? You do have standards, though. <laughs> okay, like, and what I'm are not lower that just for the sake of going out with someone. No, I know, I, I know, but I know. I'm just there. how, okay, but I'm, yeah, I know. And but I'm for just all curious, the like, listeners, how, girls, don't don't never ever lower your standards for anyone just for the sake of going on dates. It's not worth it. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah. So, like with that, um, shoot. What, what was it? Oh yeah. Um. Okay. So, like, how easy is it for you to get a date with someone? Mm. I mean, going on dates is like it's pretty easy. I feel like if you if if it's something you absolutely want to do, you can. Yeah. Not just not just me. I, I feel like it's also like that with everybody, and I, I feel I mean like not to invalidate like people who are like oh my and it's not easy. I get that, but you know, my advice is it all comes from within. If you're confident enough to, if you're confident enough in yourself, if you're confident enough in like what you can do, and you're not like super desperate, then it's gonna be. You're gonna attract the right people, who will, you know, who who you will have fun time with. And here's the thing: um, a lot of people are like, "How do I phrase this in a politically correct way?" 
a lot of people seem to prioritize um, or like put that much value in dating that yeah sometimes like what like what I just said like sometimes like oh fine I'll just go out with him because he's like this and like that and he's like willing and he's like the only one that I can tolerate like don't do that like seriously like it's really not worth it like you know what's best for you at the end of the day whoever you are whatever you are you know what's best for you and going out with someone toxic it's it's really not worth the time okay so i'm curious like what are the dating apps there i mean just like uh okay i guess the ones that you're talking about is like the the ones that are not in the philippines right i mean like we have i mean in general here. So, like, have, Bumble is uh, used there? Like, it's okay yeah, to use that? Yeah. yeah, there are people who use, like, all of these apps. But there's also, like, Tantan, which is, like, a Chinese version of Tinder. It's, like, the same concept. You swipe, you match, and then you talk. So, like, with that one. Okay, so, since we did mention that you do have standards, so, obviously, your standards are more on physical because, you know, when you do dating apps like Tinder, Bumble, etc., it's more of, like, face, maybe. I mean, I personally like reading the bios that they write. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, when I was single, I used to really work on my bio because I really wanted mm-hmm. it to be something wherein, you know, aside from seeing how I look, you could kind of get to know me as much mm-hmm. as possible in that short amount of characters in space. So, like, what are your standards? And, Physically speaking, on what, someone why like would that. you assume that like my standards are just physical? I mean, let's just say physical for now, because obviously, okay. you know, you, you would. I mean, obviously, when mm-hmm. you swipe left or right, there's like a mm-hmm. physical standard first, right? And the then bios are still there. The bios are yeah. Yeah. So the okay. So would you say you're one of the few people like mm-hmm. me who reads the bios, like takes yeah, it seriously? I want them. people to do the same with me. I want them to read my bio, so I read their bio. Well, I'm glad that I found someone else like me in that mm-hmm. sense because I always felt that it was like a lost art, you know, like because you know, I put yeah, because you know, sometimes like you, yeah. like the, you, it doesn't matter how cute they are, if if what they have on their bio is like really, really, um, there can be red flags, there, you know, like, also, uh, like there are some guys who are like okay, like they they may not be the cutest, but if you look at their bios, they have something witty to say, or like you know that by writing that they they're, they're very articulate, which already tells you that they're, they're they're you can have a good conversation with them at the very least. Yeah. So, I think bios are important. Oh, that's cool. I'm so glad I found someone else because I, again, I always mm-hmm. felt that because for some reason, every time I go on a date before. I would ask, mm-hmm. "Did you read my bio?" And then like, "Oh no, I didn't." I'm like, "Damn, you know, I spent like." 30 to an hour, you know, just making that very short amount of space work, mm-hmm. right? But okay, so fine. Um, let's go first for physical. Like, what are your physical standards first? Physical standards. Yeah. Uh, I definitely want some, someone taller than me. Okay, like how tall are you? I'm taller than your average Asian girl. So okay, I can like- be... Uh, I'm wait, uh, 170. That's like 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, 
Okay, so not too tall, but yeah, taller than your average it's Asian tall, girl. It's taller right? than your average Asian girl. And of course, like yeah. being trans, like I want someone who is like obviously masculine because I can get this, I can get like dysphoria sometimes. Like I would look at myself and I would see Shrek. So when I look at my partner, I want to see Shrek. Like super masculine. That's what I meant. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're like someone who has like abs and shit, like a Abercrombie and Fitch model. Well, not necessarily. Okay. I mean, so you want someone guys? To- seriously, guys with like abs, they're either um, I'm not their type. Either I'm not their type, or they're boys. So some, okay. sometimes dad bods. Or like the skinnies, they can be like, they could be a vibe, you know. Okay, so you're okay with chubby guys. I mean, just so they're masculine, but you're okay with chubby guys. I've dated like guys that are like you know, a little bit on the heavier side. <laughs> I like how you you were very diplomatic and said guys on the heavier side. I'm PC. <laughs> okay, so all right, so. You want someone taller, so I'm guessing someone at least like a 5'10", give or take, right? Or do you want taller than that? Maybe. 5'10 is okay. Okay, so minimum 5'10". I wear 5'10. heels all the time, Paolo. Has... Sorry? I wear heels all the time. Okay, like how long are your heels? Or how high are your heels? Sorry. Uh, I don't know. Five inches? So you're like 6'2". So you have to date someone at least 6'3", then. Right? Okay. Am I reaching for the uh, stars here? I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, not really. But um, me personally, I'm I'm six feet tall, and I would be shorter than you if you wore five inch heels. But me, that that's not really a thing for me. I mean, I don't really care if someone's taller or whatever. Mm. Not really my not really a problem for me. But okay. So you want because someone the with the height? <laughs> yeah. So you want someone masculine, but not necessarily shredded <clears throat> like Abercrombie Fish model. What else? Yeah. Like, does he have to be, you know, a particular... Like, are you okay with dating Asian guys? Or do you prefer more Western guys? I'm okay with dating anyone. Okay. As long as they have ambition and as long as they have drive. Wait, we're talking about, we're talking about physical first. We're going to get to your... We're going to get to okay, your... yeah. But you're going to get to your mental or... Yeah, okay. So, I, are, is there anything else you want to add to your physical standards? Or are you good? Not, yeah. I'm Wait. So you mentioned you want to date masculine guys. Are there feminine guys that 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 want to date? I mean, I, okay. There are guys, especially these days, and like nothing wrong with that. Just not my cup of tea, you know. Yeah. But yeah, sorry. What do you mean by non-masculine men, like? Sorry, I, I I don't know. Like you know, I'm such an old spirit mm-hmm. that I, I don't understand what that means exactly. Like, what is a non-masculine? Okay, guy? let me rephrase this. I yeah, I, I prefer dating traditional masculine presenting guys. Okay, so your regular Joe, basically. Yeah, traditional ones. 
because like there are like masculine can be anything these days feminine so can feminine so i mean there are guys like for example like over here um in china uh even the guys love using filters like the like the, the bunny filters with like the yeah it's just it's just not my vibe and when they use it, like they mean it like it's not less like a joke mm -hmm. some 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 guys they actually do it on all photos that is so well for me it's so alien because there are times How that long I has it been since since you dated since you were in an app um so my current partner and I have been together three years this year so mm -hmm. say that three years but I don't know like for me I guess one, it's not very common there in the Philippines but over here it's probably quite... yeah yeah sorry I find it very alien just because me like I would do the Hello Kitty filter but as like a joke because everyone knows yeah, that that's but on all your photos but not all my photos like you'll find one that I don't think I would even post it on Facebook. Like I would send it to a friend as a joke. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? But I mean, the, I okay. mean there's really nothing wrong with that. There's really nothing wrong yeah. with it. I I do it. Yeah. I I put a fuck ton of filters like on Snapchat. I am on Snapchat for the filters, but yeah. it's just yeah. Yeah, but I guess it's just more of like I find it so alien. Just because like me, I really wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Um, again, nothing wrong with Judgment. it. <laughs> Sorry. Don't judge them. I'm not judging them. It's just that, I don't know, Kylie. Like, I just find it so alien. Because, I mean, I don't exp Okay, so I'm going to sound like a super tito, right? Or a super uncle. But for me, I have a very traditional way of looking at how, you know, men and women are. Like, me personally, mm -hmm. I prefer feminine women. Right? Mm -hmm. Uh... Because, like, okay, I'm going to say something very wild. Well, to my standards, it's wild. Mm -hmm. But I know there are straight men who are, like, power bottoms. Mm -hmm. And that's something I cannot fathom. Like, that, that's something I really could never do in my life. You, you know what I mean? I'm not judging them. It's just that me, personally, I just find it so... The way you said it, though. The way you said it. It's as if there's something wrong with them. It's not really something wrong. It's just wrong so... There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, at the end of the day, mm -hmm. um, whatever makes you like have a good time for as long mm -hmm. as it's not like children and underage people and mm -hmm. stuff, um, go for it, right? Or bestiality, yeah. just don't exactly. do that. Exactly. Don't keep shame. Yeah, not at not at all. It's just that mm -hmm. me personally, I just I just can't fathom it. But if you are, you know, if there are men out mm -hmm. there who are viewers of mine who are, you know, do you? You know, what I mean, I, I just personally can't at all. Like, I just find it so. Yeah. Anyway, before I get canceled, you sound uh, like or, such a conservative. <laughs> well, I to be frank, I am a very I I, I grew up very conservatively. If mm -hmm. That's a word. Like I, you know, very conservative guy. Um, I'd say it was the last five, seven, eight years where I got more, you know, um, liberal in a lot of mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that that's just me. So going back to you. So, okay, but you personally, like, have you heard of sissy guys? Yeah. 
Paolo, I work in the BDSM industry. So. Okay, so you get these things. All right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So have there been like sissy guys who are like, hey, Kylie, what's up, girl? Yeah, yeah. There are guys like that. And I love it work, but, you know, it's just when it comes to dating, this, these they are typically not the type of guys I would go for. Yeah. Now, okay, here's the, there, there are two different things, though. Um, yeah. We started off with how they present themselves. Yeah. Versus like what they like in bed, what their preferences yeah. are in bed. Now, there are guys who could be all macho, like traditional masculine guys. But then in bed, they like to be fucked in the ass. Either with a strap on or with a princess wand. So nothing wrong with that. But aside from that, because you said that in terms of the outside or physical mm-hmm. appearance, you want traditional masculine men. But mm-hmm. when it comes to stuff that are, um, what do you call it, that are, you know, in bed and all these things, do you mm-hmm. also prefer the traditional masculine men? Or that part what's your can together. Okay. So I guess you're, you're game for anything in that sense. Oh. So how would you describe? I wouldn't say say anything. I do have some limits, but you know, um, I would consider myself a bit more open than most. Okay, what makes you say that? Like that you're more open than most? What's what is the standard that you're thinking of in that sense? You know, the the most part. mm -hmm. Well, you you would have to be a bit more specific because, like. Because I mean, you like, said that I'm you're very more... open to trying new things. I'm very open to trying things that I know, um, uh, things that I've never done before. But you know, I would I'm willing to try for the most part. So I guess like with that, with that being said, that already makes me pretty open, or at least more open. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well. So yeah, let's let's leave it at that first. So okay, so we got to know a bit. We got to know you a bit more and all these things. Mm-hmm. So first question is, what made you decide to go to China and work there for that BDSM sex toy company? Yeah. Okay, so when I first came here, I wasn't working in the company that I work. I'm working in now. So um, this fashion school sent me an email. Um, about a job opening that they have. I think they found my profile on LinkedIn and um, offered me the job. So it was like a job at a training school for fashion. So in that school, I was teaching um, draping, sewing, fashion styling, textile design, search and development, fashion subjects. But it was more of a, a training school. You know, it's, it, they don't really have fixed curriculum. So I, I, when I first read the job description, I was a bit nervous because I've never taught before. And this was six years ago. And they were like, no, what, what we like about you is that you have like um, experience working as an actual designer and that's like what we want for our students to have. So I was like, cool. 
and I came here. I worked in that company for about a year and a half. And then I started working with a former colleague in that school. She opened up her own fashion house. And I was one of her designers for the for the formal way. So I was working with her. I was working in that house, in the fashion house. And at the same time, I also started um, doing uh, teaching part-time in this fashion university in Guangzhou. And this university is a French fashion university. And in the beginning, I think I worked there part-time for like six months. I was only teaching a couple of subjects to freshmen and more um, people, students. And 2019, yeah, like when the 2019-2020 school year started, they wanted to turn full-time, so I moved to Guangzhou for about a year. And after that, I got the... Uh, the job here in the company that I'm working in now. I'm working in a sex toy company. And they're pretty successful already with like the sex toy brand. So they wanted to develop the, the BDSM and erotic wear and lingerie market. And since they know that I, uh, I'm a fashion designer that I've worked in custom wear, they see, and I'm very open, like, of course, with my sexuality and you know, not like the, the, the shy girl. And uh, I was also a tester for, for one of their, for, for, for them. So I was testing uh, some of their toys. And yeah, so they know me already before I even started working there. And then they started talking to me about this project that they, they wanted to, to start, which is the BDSM brand and the lingerie brand. So we've already launched the BDSM brand, the first collection, not the entire collection, just the restraints. Uh, we do have pressure toys and harnesses coming up. And yeah. So I uh, honestly, I thought that you were there because of the current company, but I didn't know you just went there because, you know, you, you found uh, an opportunity in a fashion school and all of these things. Mm -hmm. So why fashion? Like, why did you decide that fashion would be your... Well, not really your two, not really your living, because but yeah, why fashion design or something like that? What made you decide to take up fashion? Well, it, it goes back to like when I was like really young. I mean, I've always cared about how I looked, even back when I was a kid. I, I always cared about like how I looked, like whether the colors of my pants and my T-shirt were like matching, or like you know if they, if they go well together. And I was always very self. And I think I talked about this in my podcast, like it's my coming out story. And then uh, another big part of it was um, when I came to realize that I'm trans, that when a friend of mine, the first time um, makeup was put on my face, she, uh, he, he, put it, he was the one who did my makeup. I was like 15 at the time. And that's when I, that's when I saw myself differently. So I know the impact of physical appearance. I know how big of an impact it is for like people because it had a big impact on me. And I wanted to give people, my clients, the same feeling that I that I got when I first saw myself with me. That I oh my god, like I look gorgeous. Like for the first time, I'm like 
I'm feeling very, very confident. I'm sure, like looking back, like if you actually look at me, like it, I, I, I was not, I was not on point at the time. Like I'm pretty sure, like the makeup was busted, but then it was like the, it was what I felt. So I chose fashion because of that. It's like one way for me to help people. And like the best part of being a designer is when I see the people wearing my creations and they look happy and confident and they feel beautiful. And it's just like, it's the best part. And now I still get to do that because when I first came into, when I was speaking with like my current bosses now about like, the BDSM wear. Uh, we both have, I, I told them that, like, in BDSM, in erotic wear, it's pretty much, it's very repetitive, like the designs. And it's also not very inclusive. Like, it, like, most of the silhouettes, it caters to a specific body type. Like, not everybody has, you know. So, coming from, like, uh, a bespoke background, I know uh, most bodies look of like common people, not models. And I know what silhouettes will work well with these kinds of body types. So I'm able to work with, now with different materials because I'm working with leather. And I'm working also, but at the same time, I'm also working with lace because of the lingerie. So I get to like put a different spin to like what I was like used to. Because like before this, I was more focused on the formal wear. So now I get to put my focus on another thing. And yeah, does that answer your question? Yeah. Can I just say, though, um, because you mentioned that mm -hmm. in the past, you think that your makeup wasn't good or, you know, you may have photos like mm -hmm. that or something like that. I can honestly say from when I was choosing a f your photos for this, I was like, Kaidi does not have a single bad photo on her Facebook. So I don't know if uh, you're being but humble or if you or if you lies. deleted all the photos lies <laughs> i couldn't find a bad photo no, honestly but i was saying this was like before this was like and when i was in high school i was a senior in high school i was 15 years old i was i i don't know anything about makeup i've never did i haven't been on I'm not, I'm not on hormones yet at the time so I, i'm pretty sure like not to shit on my friend who did my makeup. I'm sure she, he did amazing. But yeah, he, he did because I felt amazing at the time. But yeah. you know, at the time, looking back at it now, I mean, if I do have photos of that, of that very moment, I'm not sure if it's, you know, when you look back at your pictures, like it's like cringy. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's just that I, mm -hmm. I didn't see any bad photos. I mean, there, there's a photo of me that I still leave up to keep myself humble mm -hmm. where i had like a mushroom cut so that, that was really bad but um <laughs> man I'm such a weird high school kid okay so you know you went you you're in china for work uh you found you work with this sex toy company and you're doing mm -hmm. you know the bdsm line and all yeah uh but what's but i'm i'm curious what's making you stay aside from work because I think you could get a job like that in other countries, right? I'm sure. I am building. My, I'm so I basically I switched lanes. You know, I went from formal wear to erotic wear. Yeah. So I built up my portfolio for formal wear, but I haven't built up enough for erotic wear. So 
my bosses are not watching this. So are you, are you going to post this like later on? Like it's going to be in the yeah, archives. I will. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to make they don't have Facebook. So um I'm also moonlighting for other brands, for other BDSM brands. So I'm also making designs for them. So I think that will make that's like, going to be a really good way for me to create build up my portfolio in erotic and at the same time i'm learning so much you know i'm learning so much working with leather working with um manufacturers working with like um designers who have been designing these kinds of stuff for like the longest time but they lack what they what they're lacking is creativity and the modern aspect to it so and this is what's making me stay because otherwise i will i will not be Okay, so with that, all right, so that's your reason for staying so far. Mm-hmm. And what's everyday life and for? Money, of course. Yeah, um, but what's the everyday life of Kylie M in China like? Okay, so obviously you go to work, you wake up, and all mm-hmm. these things. But what's a regular day for you? A regular weekday or a re- regular weekend? Good question. How about we do weekday first, <laughs> then we do weekend after? <laughs> okay. So ever since after seriously after 28, my body's just not the same anymore. So my Agreed. weekdays are just for like Oh, I think um Kylie disappeared. I, I think her net's a bit unstable, so I hope she comes back soon. Uh oh, Kylie, oh, are you there? Yeah, there. Perfect. Yeah. Sorry, you you like you like froze for a good ten seconds. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Sorry. Please go ahead. Okay. So, my as I was saying, my weekdays are just for work. So I make sure I wake up early because I get I get cranky super easily. So I wake up early, make sure I have my coffee first coffee at home, and I I make sure that I have enough to prepare, like you know, take a shower like choose an outfit and like make sure I have all this stuff for the next day uh, for the for the for the for the current day and um, at work I arrive and then I get another coffee and then get to work and basically the stuff is like designing or like going to factories going to manufacture manufacturers drawing picking out fabrics and yeah for weekends i do meet with friends i do have a lot of friends here which i'm lucky because like i none of my family is here so it's like i'm lucky enough to have found like good friends to hang out with so you know it's a it's a balanced professional and personal life right so with that one all right so balance of okay weekend so like I'm curious, like do you get to go to different other provinces easily in China? Like, is it easy to go to other provinces? Well, usually yes, <laughs> but now with the with the pandemic thing still happening, it's pretty hard. Usually, it's like super easy. You just go on a plane and then like go to another province. Like last year, I went to Shanghai like eight times. The entire wow. Year. Like no, not even nine, ten, something like that. Mostly for How work. How far? Shanghai is like two hours. 
if I'm not mistaken, two, two and a half. Right, like you're using a train? Plane, plane. Oh, plane. So I guess train, it must be way longer then. Is a, a train would be like eight, ten hours. Okay, not as bad like as the, I thought. All right, so. That's the fast train. Yeah. So, okay, two hours plane. Are, are flights cheap? I'm curious. Like, is it cheap to go to Shanghai from there? Usually uh, around eight, ten thousand pesos, like oh, round trip. That, that's not bad. That, that's pretty cheap. Yeah. Yeah. And it can be cheaper depending on like what day you're going or if it's the holidays. If it's the holidays, usually it's a bit more expensive. Yeah. So if it's like a regular weekend, then it can be cheaper. But around that. Like average is like eight to ten pesos. So you mentioned um about the current restrictions, right? Because of COVID mm -hmm. and all. But would you say because I assume you were there in twenty twenty, right? I mean when the whole world was like frozen and all. Yeah. Uh but is it really difficult nowadays to move around? Like for example, if you decide to fly mm -hmm. to Shanghai or something, do you have to like quarantine or yeah, what like what are the requirements? Indonesia when this whole thing went down back in twenty twenty. And then from Indonesia, oh, I, was okay. I was supposed to go back to China, but then my company told me not to go back. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the Philippines instead. I stayed in the Philippines for like a month and a half, and then I went back to China. That's like 40 close to borders. And then um, in the beginning, like, yeah, you were you're pretty much free to go anywhere. Like, it really depends on which province, but like 2020 to 2021, yeah, there's pretty much, like, you could pretty much travel anywhere. As long as, like, um, you have proof that you got tested, like a PCR test. And it's usually, like, available, readily available, like, in a lot of places here. And, yeah, it was only this year that they got stricter because there were cases again and the cases spiked. Like for now, like Shanghai has been locked for like a month and a half. And there are some areas in Shanghai where they're locked for like two months. So like you cannot even travel there. Like there are no flight tickets. And so here we have this app where you can check different provinces. So it's like, I think it's like color coded with green, yellow, and like red, and then orange. I think it's orange before red. So if it's like a red, red um, code, um, you cannot fly there. If it's like uh, yellow to orange, you can maybe fly, but then you have to either quarantine. And it depends per province. Some you have to quarantine for like three days or seven days or up to fourteen. But okay. yeah. All right. So now, Kylie, what I want to talk about about you. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I have a feeling we could have like a four hour episode just because you're a very interesting person. But okay. Um, you have a brand called already, The Community. Already here. So, uh, you have a brand called The Community, which I infamously mm -hmm. mis mispronounced for I don't know how many episodes. Yeah, because I was like, okay. Because I didn't know it was Hugh. To be fair, until Angela told me, I was like, oh, okay, so that's why it was spelled that way. And this yes. is why I love Angela. Uncle Paolo for the win. All right, so 
tell us more about the community like why did you start mm-hmm. why did you start it how do you run it all the way from there since you're not based mm-hmm. here and you're based there so yeah tell us a lot about it mm-hmm. community is not just mine it's mine and my sister's um my sister is there in the philippines so i'm in charge of um looking for products and buying them from here and sending it there and um she's the one in charge of like um talking to the customers um getting the products ready to ship um some ideas for how to like market um the products so it's really a joint effort for me and my sister. So, yeah. But like, to be honest, recently I haven't been, we haven't been very active because we're both very, very busy. And um, yeah, we did, the, we did the community back in, I think 2020. Uh, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, 2020. And it was around the time that we both had time like in our schedules to actually really focus on it. But these days, it's just, you know, life. So like with that, um, because you guys are on Shopee, right? So you guys mm-hmm. aren't active anymore on Shopee? Like if I go to the we app still, right We now still are, like my sister's still there. We still get orders. But uh, what I'm saying is that like, I haven't sourced um, more products. Um, we're- Oh, okay, so like making new yeah. stuff. And- yeah, so I I think like we're gonna I'm gonna start to focus again soon so we could be ready for Pride. Yeah, which would be very exciting. Uh, yeah. it's, a, it's a great brand. It, it's really a great yeah. brand. But how difficult is it? I mean, I know your sister's here doing mm-hmm. you know her thing and yeah. all. But yeah. before yeah. before, how often would you guys you know call each other to talk about it or have like? Well, to be honest, we talk yeah. almost every day. So we talk oh. almost every day anyway. So. It's really not at all difficult, and um, we both have the account, uh, the, both the email account and the the Instagram account and the Facebook account, like in our phones. So if we get like an order, or if we get like a notification, if we get like a message, like either she will answer or sometimes yeah. I will answer. So and then we were just we would just text each other. So yeah. So so like with that one. Um, when you guys first started out, that was I think twenty twenty one, right? If I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. No, like, we, I think we started at twenty twenty. Oh, twenty twenty. All right, my bad. So, how many orders did you guys get? Like, I'm sure you guys got like a thousand plus. We, we were actually surprised. We were surprised at how many, at how, um, how many people, how much people supported us. Because, like, to be honest, this was like the first business that me and my sister like have that 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 we did together, and our very first online business. So it was really more like us just trying out the market, and I was like, "Well, I wanna, I wanna do a store that's like dedicated. It's gonna be like a one-stop um, stuff or like merch." So that's like my goal here. And it's something that I could very much relate to because I'm also very active in the community here. So yeah, I feel like it's it's really overwhelming how much support we got and how much orders we got from different people. I think it's amazing. And all of these products are pre-made, right? You guys ordered, you know, in bulk. Yeah. Um, Yeah. We do have some products. 
we do have some products that I designed um, personally. And I oh, think at this oh, point, cool. Which ones are those? Yeah. So we're going to release some shirts and some tote bags um, that I designed. And it's more like um, time pop culture specific, kind of. Yeah. Okay. So you'll just see. I don't want to ruin the surprise and say, you know, show us what the design is. But would it be like, would there be a special tag that would say the community X Kylie M or something? I mean, I really want the community to be a separate uh, brand. And honestly, I don't think I'm like uh, famous enough to be pulling that the whole X thing. Or, you know, all the men that you probably broke the hearts off the wreck. Ah, so this is what she's doing with her life or something. But yeah, okay. So They know because they... <laughs> Sorry, what did you say? They know you because what? Wait, what, 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 what did you say before? Wait, what? <laughs> okay, so... All right, so that that's the community. Uh... And I know, okay, so before we talk about your podcast, uh, you did have mm-hmm. this, um, you did have like this poll or whatever you want to call it on Instagram where you're asking, you know, people, hey guys, why don't you ask me questions and I'll answer them and all. And you mentioned that you got like several mm-hmm. of them. So like how many questions did you get? Or how about, no, sorry, better question. How many questions do you want to answer for, oops, so, so Kylie disappeared. I hope she comes back. So, yeah, guys, um, if you want to visit Kylie's store uh, on Shopee, it's called The Community. It's a great, great brand. Uh, of course, LGBT brand. And Kylie is here. I hope she's trying to get back. There's Kylie. I'm here. There she is. Okay, so better question is, how many questions do you want to answer tonight from that mini poll of yours? I'm going to answer... Um, one. Oh, just one. Okay. Um. Yeah. Please go ahead. What is the question? Okay. So I have like a couple of questions here. Okay. But I don't want to answer all of them. Okay. Is it because they're very um raunchy or something? Some of these are very raunchy. <laughs> I mean, it's my fault because I put ask me anything and anything in all caps. Okay. Um, and. And obviously, you're not comfortable answering the raunchy. I mean, I am comfortable. Okay. But what's um holding you back then? Nothing, to be honest. I'm not sure. If, I don't watch your show very often, so I'm not sure how raunchy I can get here. I mean, how about this? Um, If you're worried that I would get offended or if I would get traumatized, go for it. If you're Again, if you're comfortable answering it... I'm not worried. I'm not worried about whether you're going to get offended or traumatized. Maybe you need this because you're a bit more conservative. Maybe this will help. Okay, go ahead. How about you You, you answer the original question that you wanted to answer, then you can go uh-huh. for the wrong after. Okay. So I'm gonna, what I originally wanted to answer uh, is a question like, what do you plan for your future? Oh, that's a nice question. All right. Right? And then I will answer the question like, do guys love your ass after? Sorry, do guys love your ass? Yeah, that's that was the, the the other question. Or like, have you ever had a threesome? Oh, those aren't so bad. I was expecting like something. Have you ever fucked a girl? 
sorry, have you ever what? Fucked a girl. Still not that bad. I mean, mm-hmm. I was expecting, you know. But okay, okay, what were you expecting? Like really raunchy get because like out of the gutter. <laughs> I'm no, just more of okay. So like you mentioned that because I said I mm-hmm. you know about raunchy and stuff, and mm-hmm. because of you know of where you work and what we were talking about a while ago, mm-hmm. I was expecting like I was expecting that when you would call something <laughs> raunchy, it uh-huh. would be crazy raunchy. No, for my no. for, for my thinking. But okay, um, how about We're your not answer that close for... Paolo, so no. Okay, so is that the most, are those the most raunchiest questions? So from Yeah, from... I think those are those are the ones that are like... Okay, not, not as bad as I thought. Yeah, it's not like, as bad. Was, not as bad. I was expecting... I mean, I didn't think, to be honest, I think you, I, I didn't think that you would be okay with this. Like, if you ever slept with a woman, that's like... No, I mean, like, with these kinds of, like, questions, because, like, every time I, like watch your show which to be fair yeah. was only like yeah. what twice yeah yeah so well, with casey um you know she's a very conservative girl i mean that's her mm-hmm. pr so of course i won't ask her like raunchy stuff right and for mm-hmm. me it's more about how comfortable the person is well but, i really yeah. think you didn't answer her you didn't ask her enough questions though to really get to know her that's Casey's true but then girl. I, I just don't want to put her uh, a sticky situation, you know, like maybe mm-hmm. her parents don't know that she's mm-hmm. super, like, let's say, raunchy or whatever. I mean, I don't even know she is, right? But I wouldn't want to put her in that position. But, yeah, okay. How about this? Um, why don't you answer first the, the future thing, then you can do the raunchy questions after in any order mm-hmm. you want. Okay. So what do you what do you plan for, for the future? Uh, make money. Make a fuck ton of money. Mm-hmm. And open a lot of opportunities. Because I, that's what I chase. I chase opportunities. And, like, I'm hungry for them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can I just say, you really have an awesome smile, by the way. Has anyone told you that? Paolo, can you, like, stop with these, like, fake, like, lies? I'm already here. Stop buttering me up. I'm not. I I'm not. Yes, come on. I'm not lying. It's just that it's just something I, you know, Why something I. I um, it's not lying, but okay. Anyway, you, you don't. You. You're not really good with compliments, right? Thank you. I am. I am. I am. I'm just messing with you. Okay, but uh, no, me personally, I'm really not good mm-hmm. at compliments. Like when people compliment me, it's more like, "Are you joking?" You know, I'm like that <laughs> meme of that girl with the math graphs and stuff. You're like. Mm-hmm. But yeah, okay. So, all right, that, that that's the answer. So, won't you go ahead with your semi raunchy questions? Yeah, semi raunchy question number one: Do guys love your ass? Um, raunchy question at all, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what what am I gonna say? Of course, yes. Have you seen my ass? Not, I'm. Mean, I mean, not you. I'm dead. Like the, the guy who asked me this question. Like, duh. Yeah, like, I don't I think may not have the biggest ass, but know. it's very perky. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, like, why would you ask that? It's like, why would anyone say no to begin with, right? Right? But that's, a, yeah, you're right. That's a very strange question. Like, obviously, Kylie is going to say yes, right? 
or maybe he wanted to see if he would be like no because they like my neck or whatever i i don't know but yeah oh they, God, like, no oh my god like oh my god why would you ask me that like who likes my bubble bud yeah they like of course you know, guys bubbly and all okay so next one go ahead have i ever had a threesome yes Okay, and uh, is that the end of it, or do, do you want to add something? Well, was there it? any other question? I Point don't feel like explain. Did it ask me to explain? No. So we're gonna leave it. So at maybe that. I should go to your IG right now and be like, "Have you ever had a threesome with explanation?" <laughs> <laughs> have you ever? And then the last one is, "Have you ever fucked a girl?" I have, yes. Okay, I'm not surprised. I would actually have been surprised if you didn't, if I'm going to be honest mm -hmm. with you. Like, I, I, so far, I'm not surprised. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do, do guys... Am like I supposed to take this as a compliment? <laughs> Think of it as like a neutral statement. A neutral you know you're you're like this you know what you're like this you always have these like little comments that are like a little bit condescending or patronizing so you do what this with you... all of your guests i noticed okay granted i only saw two two episodes okay. you do these things okay so fine <laughs> all right so that, that that's your um that's your uh what do you call this your observation with Casey, like when, when was I like that to Casey? I don't think I was like that with Casey. Oh, honey, you were, you really were. Like, what did I tell Casey that you found condescending? Hmm. You want to watch the video? Was it a lot that instead of just naming it, you want me to watch the video? <laughs> watch it. There are little comments there that you should be like. That I'm like, to be honest, I was like, oof. Do I want to be in a podcast with this guy? Like, really? Uh, no, no, but okay. So I, I don't think I'm doing it intentionally, and I don't mm -hmm. mean any harm by it. I guess it's more of playful banter in a way. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Like, I feel that you're just someone who just experiences life, you know? And that's not mm -hmm. a bad thing at all. Really? When you asked her, like, so, okay, well, we can talk about your favorite color then. My favorite color? No, you said that to her. To Kylie? Ah, to Kylie. To Casey? Casey. Yeah. You were like, okay, like, let's just talk about your favorite oh, color. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Color. Can I give you a background? I was like, wow. Wait, can I give you a background on that, though? So, I forgot to do this with you before we started mm -hmm. the episode. So, apologies on that. Mm -hmm. And um, I'll ask it to you on air. Mm -hmm. uh if that's okay uh but usually before an episode i would always ask the guests is there anything you want to avoid and you know mm -hmm. when when we were discussing a while ago when you were testing this out you did mention that i can yeah. we cannot talk about something that obviously i won't yeah. uh, mention so i think with casey if i remember correctly but i could be wrong okay because honestly yeah. my memory is like the worst thing of all time uh it's really really bad i think i did um ask her that and she said no i'm an open book blah 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 right mm -hmm. i was like okay cool then i asked her something 
then I noticed that she wasn't answering. I was wondering, why is she not answering? Then I think mm-hmm. I offered her the get out of free jail card or something like mm-hmm. that. Okay. So I think maybe that's why I, I said something like that. Yeah. But it wasn't really meant to, to insult or anything like that. Just really see it as playful banter in a way. Mm-hmm. So well, kind of, I, to be honest, like I, I was just an audience at the time. Yeah. But yeah, I think so. so I think so. Okay, and, and so, apologize, don't apologize to me. I feel like you should apologize to her. But then again, like I was just an audience at the time. All right. Well, I appreciate this um honest opinion from mm-hmm. you. I, I I like that. So thank you for that. So okay. So are you okay with like continuing? Um, aside from what you mentioned. Yeah, 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 yeah of course. Okay. So there's nothing that we cannot touch upon mm-hmm. so far, aside from what you mentioned. Yeah. All right. So with that, okay. So sorry, you answered all the the raunchy questions, right? Mm-hmm. So let me ask you one. Okay. And I think this is probably the raunchiest question of all time. Okay. So far, fr- from the ones that were given. Okay. But I'm sure there are people can a- ask way better ones. What is the mm-hmm. wildest thing you've ever done in bed? The wildest thing I've ever done in bed. Yeah. I'm trying to decide which one. Well, I don't know to, if oh, this okay. is going to be like wild for you because okay. we've established that, you know, you're conservative, but then not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I did like a, a, a scene. Okay. Uh, a scene with um, uh, uh, another Dom. Okay. And... Um, a sub and this sub um wanted to be treated like a dog like a dog like a dog okay and he was also a masochist okay all right so um me and the other dom um made sure that his needs were met as far as like um Slapping, torturing, humiliation. Um, abuse. A little bit. Very consensual. Everything consensual. Of course, Everything of was talked about word. before. Every there was a there was a safe word. Yeah. And uh, it was not used. So yeah. So he was all good or sorry, the, the sub was all good with that. Yes. That's pretty wild. Um, you didn't get into too much detail, so I guess it. I mean, like, I, it's not just me involved here. So yeah, that's why. That's why. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that, that's pretty wild. I mean, the wildest thing mm-hmm. I've heard was something similar, mm-hmm. but this lady, um, she met with a guy, mm-hmm. and um, how do I tell this story? Because it kind of. It made me question a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Wondered why why some people are like this. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyway, um, what happened was the the person ate her poop like a dog, mm-hmm. fresh from a bowl. Okay. On so that's like the wildest thing I've heard. But mm-hmm. yeah, you're, you're pretty wild. That, that that's pretty wild. Yeah. So I mean, to be honest, I draw the line at cat play. That's where I draw it. 
not that, that's to, not to kink shame people who are into that but yeah and to think it was freshly like you know what i mean like yeah damn freshly. you know so it was probably warm and shit <laughs> warm like imagine Wet. what if she had corn moist <laughs> No, what if she had corn? Like Jesus. <laughs> so like it looks the same way coming in. Then it, then, then, you know, as it does. So imagine in, if so. she ate corn and he ate that and ate the corn. Would the corn still look the same when it comes out from it? again? Oh my God! I can't believe I thought about this again. <laughs> oh my God, Kylie, why? Okay. You're gonna think about this tonight, Paolo. No, no, I'm gonna drink tonight. <laughs> Um, I, I was told about the partial results, and I, I, I need. I need have you seen? Here. Have you seen two girls, one cup? Yes, and it was completely disgusting. <laughs> Even two and two girls in finger paint. Jesus Christ! Yeah, <laughs> I'm a very um, quasi-conservative person, especially when it comes mm-hmm. to sex. Like I could, like I'm vanilla in that sense, you know. Mm-hmm. So like when I hear things like that, it really bothers me. I mean the whole dog thing. Um, I kind of get that there are some people who who like that, right? I yeah. Mean, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. it's about the humiliation. I think that that's the aspect to it, right? They they, mm-hmm. they like the humiliation, which took me until I only realized or understood it last year. Yeah. So, okay, but like eating well, food. What are you into? I'm into a loving and supporting relationship. So like mission. <laughs> that that is my fetish right there. Like I want to be in a loving, supporting relationship. <laughs> Kidding. Um I always That's tell that to people. Fetish mean, you know. <laughs> I know. Um fetish was explained to me. Uh and that's something I also learned like last year, the, the difference. Mm-hmm. So what I'm into is you, you know, typical normal sex. Like if you know, I'm a guy, you're a girl. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the one on top and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it ends like Very there. traditional. Very, very traditional. Like You would never like, let them go on top? Nope. That's really not like, like This is like, not like position, position, where like, you know, top, bottom, burst. No, I'm like, about like, like go on top. Bottom, top. Really? No, no. I mean, like, if, if it's like she's on top of me, you know, like yeah. riding that. That's she's on fine. On top yeah. of you, like riding you. That's fine. That, that's okay. But you would yeah, never but... let her top you. Yes, correct. That that is something mm-hmm. I really and you you know like. And those those are your limits, and that's okay. That's valid. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah. you're a dom and all of these things. I'm just really not in that sense. Mm-hmm. You know? Actually, I'm a switch. Sorry, what is a switch? See, I, I don't know everything. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm very confident. Switch is someone who is who can be both a dom or a sub. Oh, we call that verse here. Wait. I'm talking in the aspect of BDSM. Oh, Not sorry. No, okay. Like sex. My bad, my bad. You know? Yeah. So... Okay, so switch is you can either be the dom or you can be the sub, right? You can be the sub. Yeah, in whatever ah. can be. Yeah. All right. I learned something new today. Good job. All yeah, right. You, I do, but, oh, you could be like the one commanding or you could be the one or I could Receiving. be the one. 
you know, taking the orders. I could be giving them or taking them. It depends on like my mood, the scenario, and everything. Okay, so I'm curious though, and you don't have to answer the question if it's too mm-hmm. controversial for Kylie M. Uh huh. But what are you from top, bottom, and verse? I, I'm open to anything. I've done it all. And it really depends on who I'm with and the situation for whatever, like whatever calls it. Okay. So like you would be okay being in a relationship with a man who where cannot... I'm, where I'm always the one fucking him? No, no. Like he's the, always the one on top. Like he can't... Like he's always him. the one fucking me. Yeah. Yeah. As long as he makes me come too. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Well, I'm just I'm just curious because he has the one thing. Most of I my relationships before have, have been like that. It's very rare that like I find like guys who would be like open to that. Yeah, there I was going to mention that. Yeah. Because um I've had other, you know, transgender women on the show. Mm-hmm. And there are some who are like would really want the top. Like for them, they prefer mm-hmm. being the tops and shit. Mm-hmm. But for them, because they you know they want to be in a relationship or whatever. They're mm-hmm. willing to sacrifice that um, and be bottoms because they feel that, you know, Filipino men in general um, aren't willing to, to bottom. Or, you know, mm-hmm. most of them aren't willing to bottom. Paolo, can you give me like three minutes to go to the bathroom? I really have to pee. Sure, go ahead. So while Kylie is um, using the bathroom, uh, you know, going going back to what I was saying a while ago, please do visit her store on Shopee uh, for our local... Uh, audience, our local listeners. It's called The Community. It is not spelled what you think. It's C-O-M-M-H-U-E-N-I-T-Y. So it's like the community, you know, like Q, you know, the, the caller and all, which, you know, because of how old I am, I found it very smart. And for those who are looking at the results of the election, I, I've been um, given some some news and numbers and it's really it's it's really depressing um it's it's not good it's awful and you know with that um all i can say is in life you know you just have to to hope. All all we can do right now is hope for the best. It's it's really depressing. What what, what has happened? But what's yeah. anyway, what's depressing? No, I was I was telling them about the results, and you know because results you're gone. Yeah, um, I really need a drink after this. Anyway, so let's talk about happier things. Uh, so so with that, um, let's talk a bit about your let's talk a bit about your podcast, and maybe mm-hmm. you could talk to to be using your awesome podcast voice because guys, like if you haven't heard um, Kylie's podcast, she's amazing podcast voice. Like it's a voice that should be, you know, uh, what's the term for that? should be copied or, or something like that. So why don't you tell us a bit more about your, your podcast? Like, why did you decide to start it? Um, 
and what's the future for it? So my, my podcast is it Hello, hello, everybody. <laughs> right? That, that is her voice. Like, then you, you sound so sensual when, when you talk, right? You're like, this is okay. Kylie. Um, Hi, everybody. And doing a really bad impersonation, by the way. Hello, hello, everybody. Yeah. Like, you know, when I started my podcast, like, all of my friends, literally all of my friends were, like, literally, like, doing the podcast voice. And like teasing yeah. me with it. They're all like, hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Kylie with the D. <laughs> but anyway. This um, guest is Maria, who is a Mexican mm-hmm. something something. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so I started. No, but podcast. yeah, talk about your podcast. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I started the podcast because I am a bitch who has a lot to say. <laughs> no, it's just like, I am trying to promote, um, I'm trying, well, I'm trying to make a lot of people realize, especially like the community here in Shenzhen, um, because it's more international, that, you know, the, the stereotypes that we give certain people are not real or not correct. Like, for example, like a lot of them, like a lot of the people that I meet here, they're like, oh, I've never met a trans girl before. And sometimes they can be, they can be rude without them realizing it, or sometimes they are like tiptoeing around me, or they're like super cautious about what not to say. That it's hello, are you like? I'm here. I'm here. Sorry, did I freeze? You're still frozen. Oh, am I? That's that's crazy. But yeah, please go ahead. I'm still here. I'm I'm still okay. listening. To you. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So yeah, so I want to. The goal here is for me to be able to, I'm sorry, excuse me, share my story and make people realize that, like, you know, I'm just like any other girl. Like, there's really nothing special. And even like the rights that I want, it's not even something special. Like, it, it will not benefit the LGBTQ plus more than people who are not LGBTQ plus. Like, I just want them to realize, like, oh, a trans girl, like, she could be, she could have decent jobs. She could have, like, she could, you know, be thrive. She could thrive. She could, like, you know, chase opportunities. Like, it's like that for everybody. So, yeah, that's the, the main goal. And also be to be able to, like, share different struggles. Like, I know, like, in, especially, like, in our age group. Well, not you because you're older. I'm kidding. Um, yeah, especially in our age group, but like we have like different issues depending on like, you know, what kind of culture you grew up in. So I have, I do have guests from like different parts of the world where we talk about like, oh, how, how they grew up and how their culture is compared to mine and well, to ours. And, um, yeah, so it's like, it's really interesting sometimes. It's really interesting. Like the topics that we talk about. So, for your viewers, please um, also support me and my podcast, Kylie with the D. You can find me on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Pocket Casts. Just search Kylie with the D. Yeah, so with that one, Kylie, I'm curious. So, you're only on Spotify, right? You don't do your episodes live? like you? Do I like don't do my episodes live, no. How come? 
Mm, I like the production level of it. Like I, I like like putting in music where it needs to. I like um, having a structure to my podcast. Like for to my podcast, like I have like the introduction. I have like a game. Even I have a drinking game in my podcast, and that's like towards the end. And um, yeah, basically, I choose my my guests like really well, and I'm I try to see whether they have something that even though we both grew up in like different cultures, like we have something to connect on, and in that way, like my viewers can also connect, and I can control it more, you know. Because I'm very anal about things, and that's why I don't do lives. And what's your what's the future of your podcast? Because like what we were mm-hmm. discussing a while ago, um, the last time you posted was like a year or so ago, give or take. Yeah. Uh, because you know you mentioned that you're very busy and all these things. Mm-hmm. But are you looking forward to you know? Can people look forward to more episodes? Or oh like, yeah, definitely for yeah. sure. So I already, before I do, um, before, okay, like when I started my podcast, I already have um, a list of all the topics that I want to talk about, all the potential guests, and I just had to align all of them. So right now, I am planning on releasing another 15 episodes, just like um, my previous one, but uh, I am choosing my guests and my topics um thoroughly and yeah i mean a lot of things have happened since i released like my last episode which was back in july or june i remember it was pride it was my pride entry and i think i'm gonna come back for pride again and yeah a lot of things have happened since then right, well, I I think it's going to be so exciting uh, mm-hmm. because I can't wait to hear the the Kylie M podcast voice, which is so Kylie M. and soothing. Mm-hmm. Kylie M, like I think that's a nice like Kylie Marco. Point. I'm trying. Kylie to make M is also nice. Here. Don't okay. And is she but, only saying one letter? I mean, it, there's nothing wrong with, with um, no, saying Kylie wrong. Marco. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, fine. Kylie Marco and her <laughs> podcast voice. So yeah, Kylie, I mean, it's been awesome having you here. Mm-hmm. Uh, as promised, we will keep the episode to just 1.5 hours, I think, because with Casey, it was like two hours, give or take. And my, I had a previous episode that I'm sure you haven't seen because it was, I think, episode two or three where it was over four hours long. Oh, four oh. hours long. That was crazy. That was about sex. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was lost the whole episode it was fun but i was lost but anyway kylie it's been awesome having you here uh i hope i made my condescendingness if that's a word to a minimum but anyway uh before i let you go uh to you know to your fans there and all for my viewers and you know my for my spotify listeners tomorrow Mm -hmm. where can they you know catch up on you like if they want to let's say they're in china and they want to take you out on a dim sum date or whatever like Mm -hmm. yeah well they cannot if they're not in china they cannot because chinese borders are closed right now and they are not giving out visas 
So you're gonna have you're gonna have to wait for me until like the borders open, or at least until I leave China. Yeah. In the meantime, support me, follow me. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Kylie Marco, um, TikTok at Kylie Marco as well. I'm also on TikTok, so gently like that. I what where else am I? Yeah, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Kylie with the D. Um, yeah, support me. OnlyFans at Kylie Marco. Oh, you do have an OnlyFans. <laughs> I do actually. Oh, okay. Uh, that, that, that's pretty cool. Okay, I, I was a bit surprised by that, but yeah. All right, that's really cool. Well, I'm glad that they allow that. And where you actually, you they don't. Right they now. they blocked me because I don't have like an international account, or at least not an American account. Oh, so you haven't posted? Oh. Like you have an account, but no. Yeah, I like, haven't. Posted. They blocked me. Oh, okay. Well, unfortunately, unfortunate. Seriously, you guys are losing a lot of clients. I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who want to see, but sorry, guys. Uh, hopefully in the future. But yeah, again, Kylie, thank you again so much for being here. Uh, I know your schedule is crazy, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure you're very tired from work. But thank you again so much, mm-hmm. Kylie. I greatly appreciate it. Iglap will be back on Thursday uh, as our usual time slot, and... Yeah, expect me to be depressed and drunken in that episode. But until then, uh, stay safe um, and good luck to us all. Kylie, thank you again so much. Bye, everyone. Thank you.